So I'm going to actually preach on the verse, which I love, and it's the only one in the Bible that talks about Jesus as a child. He was 12 years old. And what I love about this is Mary and Joseph lose him. So I did think about what to call this. I'm telling you what I call it, okay. Our lovely media and creative people are going to make a much better job of this. But parenting skills from those who lost the Son of God. That sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, so good. So I'm just going to pray very, very quickly. Pastor Julian's done a lovely prayer already, but I just want to pray. Father God, I pray right now that our ears are open to the word of God. I pray, Father God, that you anoint me to communicate your word. I pray as I speak, those words, that rhema word, will go into people's lives. In Jesus' name, I pray. So straight away, let's get into the word. Let's get into Luke 2, 41 to 47. Every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the Passover festival. When Jesus was 12 years old, they attended the festival as usual. After the celebration was over, they started home to Nazareth, but Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents didn't miss him at first because they assumed he was, with them. He was among the other travellers. But when he didn't show up that evening, they started looking for him among their relatives and friends. When they couldn't find him, they went back to Jerusalem to search for him there. Three days later, they finally discovered him in the temple, sitting among the religious leaders, listening to them and asking questions. All who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. So some of you already are saying, oh, how did they lose him? Well, do you know what? I'm with them. I lose things, right? Big confession on the platform. I just lose things. Now, I know many of you have done the growth track with me and you've heard that I'm a very high C and I've laughed with you about how I love all my Tupperware at the right size and I like everything very organized. I do, but there's just something that I lose and I lose keys. I lose my glasses. They're amazing that they're actually on my nose today, but I found them and I lose my purse. I lose things. And I very often, my husband works down the bottom of the garden, I will take the little pathway down the garden, and his uh, partner in the business is there, and we have somebody else there, and I'll open my mouth, and they laugh at me now, I go, uh, has anybody seen my, and that's what they say, they go, do you know, every day, Sally, you come down the garden, and you say, has anyone seen my dot, 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 dot. I just lose things. I don't only know, though, when, I, when I've lost something, I only know that I've lost it when I need it. I only know when I've lost my glasses, when I'm like, oh, my goodness, I really need to read this recipe. Or, oh, what am I doing with that? No, I need my glasses. Where are they? Where are they? So we can easily go through life not realising that what we need, we've lost. So, yeah, as I said, my keys. It's only when I need to drive my car. It's that, has anybody seen my keys? (laughs) Anybody seen my keys? When I need to read something, it's my glasses. Oh, what about, here we go. When I need Jesus. Oh, when my small group leader asks me to pray out loud and I'm, or something to do a Bible study and I'm, Or maybe other situations in your life when there's a bad report. 
then you realised you've lost something you need. And in this situation, it's Jesus. I think Mary and Joseph were distracted and didn't realise they'd even lost him. Because I don't know. And that, it sort of makes me feel better. Because I get so distracted. So this is my excuse. I think that what I do is I come through the front door. I've actually got out of my car. I have my keys in my hand. I walk through that front door. And this is my excuse. And I immediately, oh, I need to get the dinner on. Oh, I need to ring that person. And I just... Down. And then I don't know where I actually put them down. Because they're always somewhere. And there's about 20 different places that I could have put my keys. My husband doesn't understand this at all. He says, there's a place for everything, Sally. A place for everything, Sally. There's a place for the keys. And after 30 years of marriage, I still just throw them down anywhere. Losing stuff is so easy. But finding it is hard. With a one exception and that's Jesus because I want to tell you this morning he never leaves you and he never forsakes us it's easy to lose peace it's easy to lose some friendships it's easy to lose confidence it's easy to lose that self-worth and over this pandemic I can assured that some of you have lost some things and now we're coming out you're thinking I need that I need that confidence again. I need that self-worth. I need that peace. I need Jesus. I, um, as a little girl, uh, loved the seaside. My parents used to take me to seaside quite a lot. And I can remember the day I was in the sea, splashing about, and I was on my own, and I was just splashing about, splashing about, splashing about. And then I'd come out, and I was about seven or eight and I looked around I don't know where I am I don't know where my mum and dad are and then I suddenly saw my dad walking down the beach I thought where's he been he said you have drifted so far off come back Sally so I walked back with my dad and I can actually remember that <gasps> bit and here's a parenting skill what you do is you set a marker so from that day, my parents always did the ice cream. I don't know why that was. Perhaps I was a foodie then. Sally, you can see where the ice cream is. That's where you need to come back. When you've come out of the sea, you get to that marker. And I always did it with my kids. I said, right, off you go. You can splash about as much as you like. But right, look back. Where are mum and dad? Where are off? We were with friends. And there would be something. Like the, there might be a tent up. Or there'd be uh, where a certain flag in the dunes were. I said, that's the marker. That's the marker. So when you get into the sea and you drift off, you can find that marker. Today, I want to tell you the marker is Jesus in your life. And that's what you need to be looking at. And this morning, I'm really praying that each of you will actually look back as I did as a little girl and think, oh, there's the ice cream. I need to get to the ice cream place. Maybe you need to be looking back and thinking, that's Jesus. I need to come back. Hebrews 13 verse 5 says, for you always have God's presence. You can never lose God. If you ever come out, if there's anything you take away from today, it's you can never lose God. For you always have God's presence. For hasn't he promised you 
I will never leave you, never. And I love this bit. And I will never loosen my grip on your life. God has got you. You might not feel like it, but he's got you. And I have three points now that I just want to go through from that verse, from those verses. That how, what did Mary and Joseph do when they lost the Son of God? I still laugh at that. I think there have been times in my life that I have actually think, well, at least I didn't lose the Son of God. I might have forgotten the PE kit, and I might have forgotten the suntan lotion, but I didn't lose the Son of God. So, what did Mary and Joseph do? Mary and Joseph looked among their community. You can see his parents didn't miss him at first, but they assumed he was among the other travellers. But when he didn't show up, they started looking for him among their relatives and their friends. Why did they go to the community? Because they knew that the community knew him, what he looked like, what he sounded like. They knew 12-year-old Jesus. So they could go. They didn't have to go, uh, Jesus, he's about this high. Yeah, he's, his voice is just broken, so it's a little bit up and down. Yeah, uh, he's wearing, oh, you know those jeans with the rips in? They didn't have to do that. They just go, we've lost Jesus. Can you find him? Who, we've lost our child. Where is he? And the community knew. And the community gathered and they, they looked, started looking for Jesus. I don't know what you've lost over this pandemic. And I'm so sorry that you've lost things. It might be a job. It might be that self-confidence. It might be your peace. Maybe it's something even more personal Perhaps it is your relationship with Jesus. But whatever it is, they looked among those who knew him. Church community is the best community to be in, people. It's the best best place. I remember as a a 19-year-old girl, I'd been in and out of church. I'd gone to an Anglican church. I'd done a bit of Sunday school. Then I didn't. And then I got confirmed. And then I kept coming in and out of church. But when I was about 18 or 19, I walked into a room and I suddenly saw something that I'd never seen before. There were people there that knew Jesus. They had an intimacy. They had a love. So they were the people I went up to and I said, can you help me? I want to find Jesus. Can you lend me a book? Can you give me a Bible? And those people, they gave me the book. They were the ones, they were the ones that I went back to and said, can you help me with this? I don't quite get this. Do you, you know, I don't understand this. Because I went to them because they knew. Church also is a protecting. I can remember when my little boy, he was only two years old, and some of you will remember this, the green man. And there are big high steps there were in the green man. And my little two-year-old had decided he wasn't going to walk until he was two. And he was up at those steps, tottering at the steps. I was probably busy chatting or packing away or doing something in the church. But somebody scooped my son up and they moved, came along to me. They said, I've just caught him at the top of that stairs. That person is a really close friend of mine today. Not because what they did, because that was community. And they protected me. Jesus will protect us. He will care for us and he looks after us. But so does our community. My other big son now, Matthew, he often had questions about life, what he should do, 
about school and everything. And as a good mum, I'd sit down. I might take him out for coffee and cake. I'd chat it through. I'd give him some ideas. And he'd say, thanks, mum. That was really good. He'd go to youth on Friday. They would say exactly the same things I said. And he would come home and go, yes, I know what to do now. Because dot, dot, dot told me. And they said this, mum. And that's what I'm going to do. I mean, they're so amazing, aren't they, mum? Because they said this. And now I know. At long last, I know the pathway I'm going to take. And I used to be going, yes, behind the seals. I said that. That's why community is so important. They will talk into your kids' lives. That's why community and church is so, so important. For those who want to know Jesus, look among those who know him. How can I know him better? How can I pray? How can I find my confidence again, my peace again, my life? Point number one, as I said, look among your community. Point two, go back to where you last had it. After they couldn't find Jesus in within all the family and all the relatives, they went back. They went back to where they knew they'd seen him last. If we feel we've lost sight of Jesus, maybe we're no longer experiencing his presence. It could be helpful to return Maybe some of you this morning have returned to your community. Maybe you've returned to your church. Maybe some of you need to return to your small group. Maybe some of you need to return to the practice of praying. Maybe some of you need to go back to the practice of a Bible study or maybe journaling. Whatever it is, think back. When did I know Jesus? When was I my happiest? When was that intimacy so strong? When was that? What was I doing? And go back to it. There's a story of the prodigal son who turns away from his father and even after all those experiences his father runs runs towards him. All is forgiven. Can I say to you don't let guilt and shame stop you returning to your first love. Luke 15:22 to 24 says, turning to his servants the father said, "Quick, Bring me the best robe, my very own robe, and I will place it on his shoulders. Bring the ring, the seal of sonship, and I will put it on his fingers. And bring out the best shoes you can find for my son. Let's prepare a great feast and celebrate. For my beloved son was once dead, but now he's alive. Once he was lost, but now he is found. And everybody celebrated with overflowing joy. Can I say to you, go back to where you had it. Whether it's the peace, whether it's the self-confidence, whether it is Jesus, go back to where you knew that you had it. Point three. Be persistent and don't lose hope. Let's learn from Mary and Joseph. Three days they searched for their son. Come on, people. Three days. My voice is going a bit squeaky on that one. Three days. That's a day, a sunset, a long night, a sunrise, another day, times three. Now, for some of us, it can just be a very long night. For them, 
for parents who can't find their kids, it's like eternity. I don't know about you, and maybe you've lost them sometimes. I can remember losing mine in supermarkets, and my tummy would turn over. Where are they? Where are the children? Where are they? Where are they? Parenting tip here. Always go to the places where you've just told them, no, they can't have something, okay? So I'm thinking the sweets, uh, the toys, uh, or the cakes. You'd always find them there. Because do you know what? They're cleverer than us because we're so happy to see them. We're so happy that they're there in person. My child is safe. That when they go, so could I have it? Mummy goes, yes, of course you can have it. Who's been fobbed off by their kids by that? Yeah, they're clever, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're clever. But what I want to get from Mary and Joseph is they kept going. They were persistent. They were resilient in their faith, that they would find their son. I'm going to say to you, be faithful, be persistent, be resilient on finding Jesus. Or maybe it's a new job, or maybe it's a new house, or maybe it's that baby that you've been longing for. Maybe it's a husband, a wife, a relationship restored, whatever it is that you maybe have lost. And maybe it's something you've lost over the pandemic, and it was nothing to do with you. I'm going to say it again. Be faithful, be resilient, be persistent. Maybe you, like that prodigal son, maybe you need to come home to Jesus. Because in 1 Corinthians 13, it says, Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. Today is the great Sunday of freedom. You know, some of us have decided we're not wearing our masks. Some of us have decided we're going to sit close to other people. It's a freedom. Maybe this Sunday is the time to commit. Maybe it's a Sunday that you're going to commit to your uh, community. Maybe it's time that you're going to be that person in the community. Like I did when I ran up to somebody and I said, could you help me? And they said, yeah, I've got a Bible. I, I, I could, I've got a, um, a book I can give you. Maybe you're going to be that person. There is that person that somebody can run to and say, I want to find Jesus. And you can say, come here, I'll help you. Or maybe you are that person who's like, I've lost, I've lost Jesus. I need to find him again. Be persistent. Don't lose hope. So I want to say to some of you here this morning, I want to tell you a little bit about this Jesus. I want to tell you, because I want to invite you in a minute, just like Pastor Julian said, I want to invite you to maybe make that commitment. Maybe that make that commitment that you think, yes, I want to know Jesus. So, Jesus. Who's Jesus to me? Jesus is everything to me. Very easy to say that. Trips of your tongue. Brilliantly. But he is everything to me. I don't know how I got through the pandemic, but it was Jesus. He is with me. He never leaves me. He never forsakes me. I can't tell you the phone calls this week I've had with people who have been telling me amazing things that have happened in their life. And we all laugh and we go... 
That's Jesus. His fingerprints are about everything. And some people go, oh, that's just a coincidence. Well, there's too many coincidences in my life and in my friends' lives. So I know it's not. It's that Jesus is moving in our lives. So once I was far off. I was a prodigal daughter. I was very, very far off. And I started moving forward, saying, could I come back? Could I come back to this father? Could I have a relationship with this father God? And Jesus, he was the one who ran down. He is the one who said, you know what? You're clean. There's nothing that you've done that can't cut you, means you can't come to me. And there are many things. Like, oh, yeah, but, oh, yeah, oh. No. <laughs> you can come in. I don't have to prove anything. I don't have to do anything. I just had to say yes to Jesus. And from that day onwards, and I know I've said this on the platform before, my grey world became colourful. And I have loved every moment. Not all of them have been good, but even in the worst moments, he walks with you every step of the way. So I'm going to ask you that question. I'm going to ask you now to bow your heads. I'm going to ask you out of just, you know, people don't, you maybe you've bought the person, maybe they, you think, oh, they're going to start nudging me now, or, may, oh, you know, all that embarrassment that can go on. Let's cut the embarrassment. This is such an important question. This is an important question because it's your eternity. Because I need to tell you that when you die, you go to heaven, this amazing place. So you don't need to wrestle with what's going to happen to you. You're going to know but while you're on this earth, Jesus will never leave you nor forsake you. So with heads bowed, I'm going to ask right now, do you want to know Jesus? Do you want to come back to him? Have you lost something that you want to find again? Or have you never found him before? If that is you, I'm just going to ask you to raise your hand just very quickly. There's people who will be looking out. They'll see your hand. It's very, very easy. Lots of people have done it. I've done it. You just wrote, I know your hands might feel like concrete and not want to raise, but this is that moment. This is your moment to say yes to Jesus. And thank you. I see your hand. Once you've put your hand down and it's been set up, you can put it down. There's another person. There's another person entering into a relationship, entering into this family of God. I'm sure there's more people here. Maybe you feel ashamed because you haven't done some things in the pandemic and you feel that you've lost that relationship. Just lift your hand. Make a commitment today. This is a day when you are, you restore that relationship back to Jesus. Just lift your hands. It's so easy. Thank you. I see your hands as well at the back. Thank you. One more last time. I'm going to just sweep over. I know I'm doing this slowly, but I just know that there are people here that need to get right with Jesus. So for those who have put your hands up, I'd like to welcome you right now into the family of God. Welcome you into this family where you've suddenly got brothers and sisters. You've got a Father God in heaven and you've got Jesus. And I'm going to ask if we could all pray this prayer together. 
Heavenly Father, thank You that You love me. And You show this by sending Your Son, Jesus, to die on a cross for me. I give my life to You. I turn away from my old life. I receive You as my Lord and Saviour. In Jesus' Name, Amen. And we should rejoice, church. There's two more people. I think there's more. Let's rejoice. People have been saved this morning. They've found what they're looking for. And can I just say, if that hand just couldn't get up, I know sometimes it's just like some men. There are people out there in our Connect team. Go and talk to them. Or if you've been bought by somebody, talk to them. They will be so committed to help you find Jesus. Thank you, church.